The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Hey guys, welcome back to Side Piece. Holy crap, there is a lot going on. So we just launched our Side Piece podcast for the first time. We had our first episode last week and the trailer before that. Now my parents, I'm sure some of you guys are in the same boat, they're not very... How can I say it nicely? They don't know shit about technology, okay? So my mom finally figures out how to do the whole podcast thing that she calls it. And she called me and she was so excited to talk to me about how she found the podcast, how she listened to the trailer. She listened to my first episode and she was just like so freaking excited. It was the best. And then she throws in a... But, and okay, we know nothing ever good comes from a but afterwards. So I'm like, but what, mom? And she's like, you know what? You know, you and your trailer were talking about my grandchildren and you called them maniacs, not once, but twice. And I said, mom, because they are freaking maniacs. And she's like, I just don't like that. You cannot be out there calling my grandkids maniacs. I'm like, mom, let me tell you something real quick. I'm taking Logan, my three and a half year old, up to bath where he gets a bath toy, a new bath toy every now and then when he is exceptionally amazing. So today he got a new bath toy. So he's sitting on the ground. He's looking through the bag because, you know, of course, we have to find the perfect bath toy. He's so entrenched in finding just the right toy that then he gets up and goes to the bathroom and there's a huge wet spot on the carpet. Now, Logan is so mesmerized by this bag of new toys and finding the best one that he decides, you know what? I'm just gonna pee right here because I don't have time to go to the bathroom before my bath. So mother, this is why I say maniacs, okay? My kid is peeing on the carpet because he needs the best toy that there is instead of using the restroom like a potty trained three and a half year old should. Thank you, mom. I love your support. That's just a little fun tidbit that's been going on in my life today, cleaning up pee from my carpet. But can we talk about the super exciting news, what's going on in Bravo life? So we just have Southern Charm. It's their last episode of the season. And they give us a little tidbit, dot, 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 six months later, where we see a scene and it's a shut bathroom door. Well, I'm thinking, is it Madison and Austin coming out after polishing off their engagement ring? Are they back together again? Because, I mean, what else do we expect from that mess of a relationship? Nope. It's Catherine coming out of the bathroom, which was amazing because it had spray tan all over it. Per, per Catherine. This is amazing. And the spray tan, though, all over the door isn't even the best part. She's holding a pregnancy test. Of course, we don't say see if it's positive or negative, but the woman is holding a pregnancy test. I mean, are you kidding? Is she pregnant? It's this little cliffhanger. Now we have to wait a whole nother season. But you know what? As amazing as that was, seeing Catherine holding a pregnancy test yet again, as we've seen for many a seasons, what gets me just locked into Southern Charm every single season is everything that happens off camera. I mean... This last week, the internet has been on fire with this love triangle between Madison 
and Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. And by the way, if, if you guys haven't seen it, you need to do your research. Get on there. Check it out. It has been insane. And per Southern Charm Usual, this is what keeps me coming back for more. They give us so much juicy stuff off camera in between seasons that's almost better than the actual season. So, bravo. Thank you. Well done with the Catherine Little Pregnancy thing. And thank you to the whole cast of Southern Charm for keeping me hooked every single season with all of your off-camera shenanigans. Let me just say one more thing about Southern Charm. Taylor. I feel like Taylor is just my side stealer. I mean, you, Taylor, you get Shep to settle down. He was talking about you guys met each other's parents. Andy on Watch What Happens Live was asking Shep, you know, you said you wanted a, a girl that could fit in at the country club. And Shep says, Taylor can fit in anywhere. She's that adaptable. I mean, Taylor, you go, girl. And you know what? It gives us all hope. Because if Shep can settle down, then we all know anything in the world is possible. Now, let's get to the ATL and why Marlo is my ultimate side, per usual, once again. The girls are going on a trip to actually South Carolina, and Marlo comes dressed in a full hazmat suit, like top to bottom, full hazmat suit. The other girls are dressed to the nine, and Marlo, once again, just steals the show, steals the scene with her amazing gear. Marlo, you got to come on my show. Can you at me? I need you on. You are my super side piece. I love you so. You know what else, too? So everyone is fighting over Jay Cutler. Um, Can we talk about Drew's husband, Ralph? Did you guys see the picture that she posted online? Again, if you haven't seen that, you need to get on it because it is yum me. Drew posts a picture online of her and Ralph in the bathroom. Ralph, I would assume, is not wearing any clothes, but just showing off his amazing body. Why is everyone fighting over Jay Cutler? Can we talk about Ralph? Another amazing, sexy, hot side? I mean, Drew, well done. And Ralph, definitely well done. So Kenya's daughter, Brooklyn, is one years old, and she is one of the cutest babies I have ever seen. Like, I love Brooklyn. I love seeing her on the show. Brooklyn also got to go on a private jet as Kenya and LaToya are going on a private jet early to South Carolina to get the house ready for all the girls. And Kenya brings Brooklyn on this trip, on this private jet. Now, Brooklyn is one years old. Can I tell you that this beautiful baby girl at the ripe old age of one years old, has been on more private jets than my 30-something-ish year old self has. So another side stealer, Brooklyn, congratulations. Keep up the good work. You're beautiful and rock those private jets, baby. All right, I want to also talk about the OC. So now we have the OC reunion. The season was a little bit of a struggle for me. I feel like it just wasn't so delicious as I was hoping it would be. I mean, but then we have the reunion and there's Kelly Dodd and she's telling Bronwyn that he, she's faking her alcoholism, which is insanity in itself. I guess I just missed the old days with the OGs of OC. 
Like Vicky, remember when we open up to OC like 15 years ago and Vicky is sitting in her home little office with Lori next to her side and she's, you know, Vicky is yelling at transportation companies for bringing just a little nasty van for her big family vacation. Like those are the OCs I miss. And I hope next season we can get some of that delicious back. But I am definitely looking forward to episode two of the OC reunion this week. All right, that was my fun recap. My side stealers, Southern Charm, thank you off camera, on the internet, rocking it for me this week. Atlanta, Drew, Ralph, good work. All right, guys, you might be missing out on a lot going on online, but you're also missing out if you are not following my Side Piece Show Instagram, which is just at Side Piece Show. It's fun and delicious, and you need to check it out as well is probably missing out if you're not subscribing to the podcast. So I would love for you to subscribe, rate, share with all of your friends so we can all have fun with this Bravo goodness. Okay, you guys, so my next guest, we have seen Kim and Croy on Atlanta for so long. Well, first we saw Kim on Atlanta forever ago, like one of the OGs of Atlanta Housewives. And then we see Don't Be Tardy, and we love it. But then we meet someone new, and she comes to our TV screen like a brick to the face. She's this fun fireball, and I eat up every second of her. She's the most delicious chef with the most delicious meals. You guys, please, please welcome the one and only fabulously delicious Chef Tracy Bloom. Woo! Hello! Hi, Chef! Hey, how are you? How is everything going? So much better now that I get to see you. I mean, oh, I have good, been watching good. you. We all have been watching you for so long on the show. And now to get to see you and talk to you. I mean, it, it's, it's the best ever. Thank you for being oh, good. here. I, I, feel, I feel great. I feel, I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, please. It, the honor is all mine, Chef. Okay, I have so many fun things I want to talk to you about. You know, you guys, I wanted to have Chef on for so many reasons. I love Kim. I love her with Kim and Croy. I love her with the kids. I love her cooking. I love her when, you know, she knows how to catch the possums out of the yard using deer urine to spray down the garage with some crushed up hydrocodone to drug it. All of these reasons, times a thousand, are why I love Chef Bloom. Okay, Chef, I'm so excited to have you. Let's sidetrack, okay? Are you originally from the ATL? No, um, I came here in 97 after I graduated CIA in Hyde Park, New York. I'm originally from a small town in upstate New York near Rochester, but I've been here for quite a while. Okay, so you're from... New York. Yep. How in the heck do you get involved with Don't Be Tardy? So, you know, just strutting along, being a chef here or there. I, I will say, people ask me that question all the time, like, how did you become the chef? And, and I'll say, uh, you know, you're in the right place at the right time, but, you know, things happen. So, you know, first, you know, I was on Top Chef in um, 2013. 13, yeah, wasn't maybe. it? Yeah. Anyway, so I, I was on that show and then I 
I got a chef job with a pretty big steakhouse here in Atlanta. And I was the executive chef. And, you know, sometimes you can just have everybody else work. And so that's kind of what I did. I would just walk around and say, hi, everybody, to the guests. And how's your steak? And one time Kim was in and they were filming, I think, something for Brielle. It was before Don't Be Tardy. It was for the housewives. And I met her and I talked to her and we really hit it off. Like Kim is, she's a real like, what the fuck's going on kind of person. And I'm like, nothing fucking much. And so. Did you know it well, was Kim? I mean, I knew it was somebody on TV. I knew, I knew who, who she was, but I mean, yeah. I wasn't a housewife fan or anything. So we exchanged information then. And then it, it was a couple of years later, she came into the restaurant. I mean, I, they came in for Thanksgiving. They came in for Croy's birthday. And then they came in one day and she's like, I want you to do my wedding uh, rehearsal dinner. So I did their rehearsal dinner at the restaurant. And she asked me that night, she's like, come to my fucking wedding tomorrow. And I was like, okay. I mean, it was like, uh, this was like on a Friday. Like it, it, and she wants me to come to her wedding tomorrow. I'm, I called my then crazy girlfriend. I was like, hey, we're going to go to Kim Zolciak's wedding. It's going to be a big deal. And she's like, no, we're not going. And I was like, why? She's like, our hair our face, our clothes. <laughs> Camera. And yeah, and she's like, we're, there, there's no way. So I didn't go. I mean, I, I liked her and everything like that. But to this day, she's like, you didn't go to my fucking wedding. And the next time I saw her, she's like, you didn't come to my wedding, bitch. And I was like, I mean, I, you know, I just wasn't in that place to make my own decisions, I guess. I am now. But like, I just, I felt like, yeah, I guess I can't go because I don't have an outfit. But and your girlfriend it, it was, yeah. So it was, not too long thereafter, I quit my job and I traveled across the country and I got a call from her and she said, Hey, uh, we are trying to get skinny. Can you come to the house for the week and make smoothies? And I said, okay, typically I wouldn't have been able to do it because I have always had a job. Well, just happened to be like in between jobs. And I said, sure, I'll come over. I never left. It was, it, I mean, I just never left. And then they, they, they were filming. They were like wanting to do like, hey, let's show your staff. Like, let's show Sweetie that, you know, you guys right. remember Sweetie was oh, there. Gosh, sweet, um, for sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, the crazy nanny. And she's like, well, why don't we show the chef? You know, now we have a chef. And they're like, okay. And so at the time, I was probably, I was just a little, I wasn't, I'm mean, still myself, but I didn't want to be like, Hey, here, here's your fucking sandwich on my first day of work. So I was a little calmer The you know, I think it was season two, maybe. And then probably season three, four, I became, I got more familiar with the family. Um, and I started to develop relationships. So I've been with them for over seven years now because the twins are eight. And so oh, oh, seven years, going on seven and a half years. Is insane. Do you watch the show? Honestly, I don't even have cable, uh, but I watch it. Um, we we usually get an episode ahead. So, you know, I watch it with the family at the house sometimes. And then I also watch it on Twitter just to see what people are saying. Like, I'll, I'll watch the hashtag, don't be tardy. And some people will be like, oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. Because I like to see other people's reaction to the show. Or um, just it, it just depends. Like, you know, like I said, sometimes we watch it as a, as a family at the house. But it's nice because it's, it's months later and you don't really know what's going to be on the show. And sometimes like in interviews, most of the time that I do interviews, I'm with, with Brielle right. or Ariana and they'll ask you things in interviews like, 
the one thing that I said, I think it was either this season or last season about Kim turning 40 or something like that. And I said, well, they all look 40. And it was a joke. Like I was just kind of saying it to Brielle, but they cut it and then they put it in the like teaser. And it kind of was like, you know, when I was making lunch that day at the house, everybody's like, totally. real fucking cool, I'll blow them. You know, like, that's not a cool thing to say. Or, you know, like, you, I don't want to let out too many secrets, but I don't know. But we do, we do, we do look back on it or we like, we're like, oh my God, I hope they don't put that in or like, you oh my God, I don't even. Yeah, I don't remember saying that, you know. Um, so there's been just some really funny things that the way I think this season was really funny to me too. Just the editing was really, really awesome how they did that this year. Oh, so I cool. liked it a lot. That's awesome. So you have no cable. So I'm. Do you not watch any other Bravo shows? Yeah, that's correct. I don't, but I am in a lot of Bravo um, chat rooms for some reason. Like I have a, <laughs> I have a. A lot of my friends are huge Bravo fans. So one time they they were like, oh, my friend is, is Chef Tracy Bloom. I bet she'll come in the room. And they're like, so now I'm just in the room. And it's insane what these people talk about. And like, they lost um, their just, mind when you came in the sh- into the chat. Yeah, room. It, it was just like, are you the real Chef Tracy Bloom? Or like, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, um, it's just really funny. Even after Top Chef, like I can't, it's it's hard for me to watch reality cooking shows anymore because like it's intense and it just, I don't know. I just never really got into the whole reality uh, TV show. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. It's like, I feel like you have to really appreciate it and love it or it's, you know, right. like a fine wine. I mean, sometimes it takes a second to really get used to it. Right, right, um, right. So, okay. Do you know Bravo Labs? Like, is there a Bravo Lab that you would love to have a meal with or cook for uh I mean I think some of the housewives are pretty cool I mean just seeing them on Instagram and watching them outside of the show for for the things that they do like like Lisa Renna for instance obviously big fan of hers from days of our lives um and then just I mean she's you know constantly dancing on Instagram I mean so I I like her but I haven't seen her on you know on the real housewives show so people just that have made a name for themselves already have a name for themselves outside of whatever show they might be on um and then of course top chef i mean i know a million of the contestants from top chef so now okay uh, this is probably the most important question that wasn't even on it but what are the chances that we can get you to do dancing videos like lisa renna yeah i mean it's pretty good one day i'll i'll tell you i've got i've got a lot of secrets but yeah, I mean, I pretty much do anything. Brielle has paid me quite a bit of money to do some really dumb things that I can't, I can't reveal because they're like lifelong secrets I have to take to my grave. But she'll say things. I'll give you a fake, for instance. So Brielle will say, I'll Venmo you $50 right now if you, I don't know, go put a bumper sticker on Croy's car that says I'm gay or something stupid. Um, and then, you know, of course, I'll have to live with that forever. forever. And, I, and I, can't, I can't get Brielle in trouble because I've been paid to do it. So, um, money is money. Yeah, I'll pretty much do anything. It just, it's just at the right time. It's the right. I mean, Kim and I, we were in Turks and Caicos, and there's a karaoke video that comes up every couple of years that we were sober as can be. And it was like 9 o'clock in the morning, and we were in this 
they rented um that's a real perk of working for them i've been to turks and caicos four times and um these amazing houses they're not like all you can eat resorts or they're like amazing Man, um, like houses huge. totally yes totally yes. so the one we stayed in it had like um this downstairs basement and it had karaoke and so her and i went down there and we just like singing at the top of our lungs and dancing and having a good time so i think if you're with the right people and the right time yeah i'll i'll dance upside down i don't care dude you need to start doing videos like rena so we can see that on the daily i mean i know i i mean she's she's already kind of like taking the space for that i don't want to be no, a copy no no, yeah, no, just, no 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 i can oh. promise you if you danced every freaking person would eat it up i me hi me included okay uh you know what let me uh let me talk to briella about that tomorrow she's kind of my um confidant and like i'll say hey what do you think about this because last week i said i said let's um go online and i was gonna sell um these numbers right one through ten and you would buy a number for twenty dollars and so i would say okay all right, um, you've just bought this uh, $20 number, Melissa, and I'm going to open it up and you're going to win this prize. And we're on like, like, what do you call it? Like a live, an Instagram live. And I'll, I'll have Amazon ship it to your house. And I'll be like, oh my God, you just won a goldfish cracker. And then I'll ship it to you. And, and Brielle's like, people are going to get pissed that they're spending $25 and they're getting a fucking goldfish cracker. So that never came to light we I was like okay because we sit there all day long bullshit ideas and I'll, I'll throw that one out tomorrow dude do it i'm telling you and it's fine like and by the way who and then by the way you have canon make cameos yes okay besides people like me who love you uh and want to see every ounce of what you're doing even if it's dancing what like how has the show changed your world Jeez. I mean, you know, as far as the show changing my world, it's kind of like anything, like anything in life when you are at a job or you're, you meet a new person or you're a different place in your life and, and it shapes and evolves. I would say uh, specifically with the show because it's not really just a show and it, and it started as a job at, at a house with some family people and they've since become my family. Like, I mean, even if they fired me or, I mean, last night I made I had kind of a crappy dinner, to be honest with you. I try to do different stuff and it's, I've got a lot of parameters to work with. I and mean, Kim doesn't eat meat. She doesn't want fish. She doesn't want chicken anymore. She won't eat eggplant. She doesn't eat whole tomatoes. It's just, it's a kind of a nightmare. Um, so the kids, I, I ended up making, I did Brussels sprouts. I did roasted Brussels sprouts with some like a balsamic glaze, which was fine. And then I did cauliflower tater tots, which I saw in Tasty, which were not that great. They were just, I wouldn't make them again. Right. Um, and then I made uh, popcorn chicken, like just stupid, like a dumb meal. But anyway, um, Kim, I had, I sent her a message in the morning and said, Hey, this is what's for, this is what's for lunch. This is what's for dinner. So uh, the kids were at school. Brielle and Ariana aren't there. And Kim comes in and she just opens up the fridge. She makes a salad for her, for Croy, and eats it. And I said, well, do you want me to make you something for lunch? No, nah, we got it, Blue. It's okay. Then I'm like, okay. So then dinner comes around. 
and she's getting adjusted by the chiropractor in the living room. And I just walked around. I was like, hey, do, do you want something special for dinner? Or I can make you something. I, you know, I hate to, like, just come in and like, she doesn't eat anything. She's like, oh, I ordered a pizza. I'm like, what do you mean you ordered a pizza? And then, ding dong. I go the to the fucking there. door. The pizza's there. I feel, and the kids ate the food. Um, and Croy always eats the food. But sometimes Kim just wants pizza. And um, I said, you know, I feel like. I just stand around and, and I don't do much. I think he, there's other things I could be doing here. Um, she's like, just sit down and watch a movie. Who cares? And I'm like, no, I mean, I need to be like, I, I need to feel needed or you, you know, but so, so that basically what the whole point of me saying that was that it's evolved to more of a family kind of thing. So it's not like I come in and, and they necessarily need to be blown away every day by the food because I do other things, and 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 I think I, I told you when I first met you, when Cannon was born, I, you know, I said to Kim, well, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it was like a deer in headlights. I was like, I, I I'm just not, not really sure what to do um, about this baby. And she's like, Oh, just bring him here. So for six weeks, I brought him to work, and I set him on the kitchen table, and you know, the next day there was a, a swing in the kitchen that she bought, and, and he would be in the swing, and, and I would turn around just to, to, to see if he needed a bottle or whatever, and he'd be gone, and I wouldn't see him for hours, and i get these pictures of him in Croy's arms in the bed, or, you know, Ariana had him upstairs, so even now that Cannon's starting to, like, you know, be a little more human, he'll get on the phone, hi, Kim, hi, Kim, what you eating? What you eating? That's like, he amazing. doesn't say much more. But anyway, so when Cannon came along, my house was great. My, I had a car that I could drive a baby around in. I had a family that was helping me, you know, when I needed it. I had money from the show. I had money from working for Kim and Croy. I had popularity from the show, um, Instagram following, and, you know, and other opportunities to make money. So, and I guess that's that, that, that you know, I think you have a family too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, it's always crazy because I remember on the show, Brielle, Brielle always saying, you know, you would make such a great mom. And yeah. I mean, I don't know about she everyone always listening. Said that. Always said that. Remember? And yeah. I don't know about people she, listening. She would say, I wish you were my mom. Like privately, not necessarily because you know, you don't see everything on film, right? but I'm with, with her all the time. But sometimes, and then even in front of her mom, she would be like, you would be the best mom. Or like, I wish you were my mom. You would be so fun. So she did constantly say that. Always. Like, I remember always hearing it, but like, I would say as a viewer, no way. Like, I never saw that happening. Right. Not only, I just, it didn't seem like your jam and you had a whole Beerman brunch, like, you know, that yep. you were taking care of the whole clan. So I just never thought that was in even the realm of possibilities. And then all of a sudden we're introduced. What was it? 2019 March. I think it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we see you in Canon and he's almost about to turn a year old. Yeah. You were very private about it. I was really private about it. And, you know, the whole thing is, is like, yeah, I, I never wanted a baby. I never planned for a baby. Um, I, I didn't, I, I didn't long for a baby. You know, some people are like, oh, my womb aches. Or they're like, no. I don't know. My, my dumb pictures, my, my friends put up these dumb pictures or videos are like, oh, I don't know, babies. And they're like, say something about their womb is like 
I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but none of that happens to my womb or whatever. I don't even know that I have a womb, but like, it's just, um, I hate kids. I hate children. The, that's another thing that Beermans did for me. Those little monsters kind of broke me in and, and softened me up from the harsh restaurant world of being like, I need that fucking food right now to, can you fucking kids sit down and eat? Like, you know, like a little softer. Um, and so when Cannon just appeared out of nowhere and I just brought him to work with me, I just was like, you know, I, I mean, I consulted with several people like, do you think I can do this? Do you think I'm the right person for this? Isn't there somebody better for him, you know? And now that we're three years into it, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's somebody better for him, but I think we're doing a pretty good job and I can't imagine a life of turning out any different. He's your world. Yeah. That's it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, whether you birth it or, I mean, how did, you know, I have two kids. The second you see them, you're like, oh my God, what the hell do I do? But at the same time, you're like, this is it. This is my whole mm -hmm. world. Okay. So we you didn't have Canon. Can we know what, ha like how that Canon came about? I mean, I haven't really spoke about it publicly. Right. Um, you know, people just assume what they assume or, or what. And I think, you know, one of the reasons too, I took a whole year to say, hey, you know, I have a son. A lot of people felt like that was because they were, I was waiting for an adoption to go through or, or whatever it wasn't. And that wasn't the case. It was just, I wasn't really sure. We were just getting to know each other. You know what I mean? And I didn't right. want to just get on there and be like, hey, look, my, the best thing that ever happened to I me, mean, he's three days old, because at three days old, he wasn't the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, I didn't feel like that. I mean, I felt like, holy shit, I'm so tired. Can I do this? Like, I didn't have those feelings that I have now, um, like I've accomplished something and, and know that I'm good at it. Eventually, I might tell a story, but. Right. No, but like, uh, but that you saying, you know, when he's three days old, I didn't realize that you had him literally from like the get go. I will say this. I haven't said I haven't had him or I did have him, but I will say that um, I've been with him since he was one second old. Um, um, I love that. I've been with him his whole entire life. I didn't, you know, just stumble upon him at two days old or three months old or six months old or I, I've had him. And now he's almost three years old. Yeah. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, he's three, he's funny. I just started an Instagram page for him so that I, I can stop flooding mine with his, his with him. cute little face. Because yeah. everybody wants to see Canon. Yeah. Wait, did, yeah, did you choose um, Canon with the K because of how? No. I, I want to ask you that. Say, I, I'll say he came with the name. And I was, I'm not going to take credit for it, but people ask me that all the time. Well, They're like, oh, she named him. Uh, well, a lot of people said, because when I announced it, 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 he just happened to be born in March and it was his birthday. And we just happened to be having our season opener because that's when our show was running in March. So people were like, oh, you just had the baby for ratings and you like stuff like that. Or like you named it Canon because of Kim and Croy. There were, I mean, if you get on Reddit and Google like Kim Zosiak baby or something like that, there was a time when Kim would would have when he was in the house and he was you know we, he would go to the pumpkin patch or wherever the fuck we would go she would take hold him and she would never say like whose baby it was she would just be like oh hey canon is so cute or whatever and people like whose baby is that what whose baby is that so people assume because he was not like 
really like uber white that he might be the nanny or <laughs> Brielle had an affair with a black man and gave it to the nanny or there was like all these weird conspiracy theories but not one of them was it's the chef's baby you know it's funny though because I would when I would start watching you know I'd always see Kim and all I felt like she ever wanted from you was fettuccine alfredo it's 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 true that's it's, um, <laughs> it's true. true and it's, that's how she eats she asked me yesterday she said if somebody asked you, do I eat healthy? What would you say? I said, well, no. And then she got pissed. She's like, what do you fucking mean? No. Like, I, like, I'm like, I don't know. I got in this whole thing. Like, you know, what they do is, is they eat in moderation, but Kim loves her carbs. I mean, she works out and she wants, I mean, like I said, she ordered a pizza last night. She likes brownie batter. She likes regular brownies. She likes beans for bean dip. She likes her pasta. She'll eat a salad, but it's got to have a lot of croutons. Would you, the carbs, the carbs sprinkled on top. Would you ever let yeah. her cook fettuccine Alfredo or anything for you? Yeah, I mean, if she wants to, but I mean, she's annoying because she gets in the kitchen um, a lot. I mean, in fact, yesterday, you know, she's like, oh, let's make pizzas. Um, we've got this really nice, uh, I think it's called uni uh, pizza oven at the house. Right. Where you like turn it on and it gets really hot and you can make a pizza in like one minute, right? And it's pretty cool. Uh, so I was, you know, it, I'm like, well, let's make pizzas. So we're going to make pizzas. And she's like, I'll be in the kitchen with you all day. I'm like, okay. But that always ends up in like disaster. And we do a lot of Instagram stories about it because she'll like come over and she'll stir like um, a consomme. And if you know anything about a consomme, you want all of the um, impurities to float to the top so you can take it off and have a clear broth. And she would stir it up. And then be like, no, like, like, just stop touching things, or just, why don't you use this, or do that, or, like, she just likes to come and stick her nose where it doesn't belong, um, but we have fun when she does it, it's just, I told her we should do a little, a mini cooking show, you know, like a little side thing, but. Again, another great it. thing. Yeah. Well, she's a yeah. perfect candidate to cook with you, because she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. Yes, yes, is, I know. Is there a meal that or a, a dish or food that you just can't seem to ever get right? Yeah, I mean, um, rice. I can't cook rice. I just got a rice cooker from this Buy Nothing site, and it didn't come with directions, so I'm going to have to Google that. But I mean, I'm sad to say that, yeah, I, even at the house, if I'm cooking rice, I always buy two bags just in case because I'm probably going to fuck it up. Okay, so not on the show. You're there every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, no, I'm not. I'm only there three days a week. I'm there Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Got it. See, we've seen Kim and Croy trying to set you up and like bring some love into the, your life. Do we have anyone special for, you know, people listening that would love a little shot with Chef Bloom? <laughs> no, um, I, uh, I just started, I just said, okay, now I'm ready. Like Kim is like trying to set me up like left and right. But, um, and there's a lot of like weirdos that slide into your DMs, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's so many married, like 60 year old women that are in love with me. That's so bizarre. Anyway, and I mean it, like I've gotten multiple DMs, not just one, but like multiple from the same people, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I want some, like a teacher or a nurse or something like that. Like, I don't want a bartender or I'm past that club party girl thing if you're a server I'm sorry 
can't do it. You got to have a career. Even though I'm like a chef and it's fucked up, but at this point in my life, I just don't, I'm not, I don't want to do the drama. I I'm, I would take a massage therapist, um, uh, a housekeeper, a personal trainer. Like, I feel like I just want to be taken care of. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. like a, like one of those mail order bride kind of people. Like, totally. I, I like that. Yeah. Okay, so we're looking for, we need someone that can give great massages and a great caretaker. You know what? Actually, are you down to play a game? This yeah, ties let's play. perfectly into this. Okay. Yeah, let's play. Ready? All right. I've never played this game. This is built just for you. Bill, no pun intended. The game, Chef, is called Build a Boo. You have $10 and you have to build your perfect woman but you can only choose two because each thing is $5. All right, great. Okay. All right, I got right. it. Let's do it. Ready? Uh-huh. Hot body, sense of humor, great personality, great kisser, amazing in bed, and likes fun adventures. I can pick one or two? Two. You have two. They're each worth five bucks. And you only have 10 bucks to build your Oh, oh. Okay, hot body and great in bed. Yes! You get it. I love that. All right. All right, guys, you hear that? We need some kind of boo that's a great caretaker, great massage, hot body, and you know how to throw it well, down well, in the bedroom. So, yeah, yeah, that's that would be ideal. But just as far as the body goes, like, I don't want any of these girls to get, like, self-conscious. It doesn't have to be, like, my idea of a hot body doesn't necessarily mean you're like got ripped abs and you're you're running 20 miles a day ladies 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 do you hear this we have pinpointed what we want for chef tracy's boo oh my god i love this okay so i have so many questions let's do like a little side take and let's talk about the show and you know kind of as we wrap it up because i could talk to you for five hours here sure like I okay wanna, i, I want to see kind of your side take and what was like the best most amazing moment of, of being on the show and filming well for me personally i think would have been the vowel renewal kim and croy's vowel renewal oh, yeah, because that was really cool because not only did the whole family the whole crew got flown to turks and caicos like, if you watch the episode, the house that we stayed in was amazing. It was totally. like something out of like, I don't know, out of a movie. And, um, you know, it's really cool because like our crew is really like Kim's been with a lot of them, you know, from the jump. And so they are, she treats them like family. So a lot of them like, I mean, not that the crews are all great, but like these camera guys were like, getting in the ocean with their with their cameras to just get the right angles oh. and stuff like that and then just to watch you know croy crying and kim and like renewing their vows and just like watch like some real love and you know i wasn't there for the original wedding so to be there for that was was special and then like fly to turks and caicos for Huge. work like that so that i would say would probably be my favorite moment did you say i came to your second wedding bitch I did. Yeah, I said that. Okay. You know, Kim started Atlanta. We have the, the housewives. They all opened the show with this tagline. What would your tagline be? Oh, 
it's easy. My tagline's always the same. It's like, hot stuff, watch yourself, coming through, move your ass, you know, kitchen stuff. I freaking love you. That your enthusiasm saying that is just, this is why we all love you. You bring it, like there's never a time that it's just not you and real and you bring it. You're freaking amazing. I, I could talk with you for five hours. I, uh, same, 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 same. What's your favorite song real quick? Like your um, one jam out song. Like I will dance my ass off to the song. Oh, Jesus. I like rising up back on my feet. You know, I eye actually have a, um, yeah, I did, have I showed you that? Let me see if you can see. Oh that's, my God, the uh, eye of the tiger. That's the eye of the tiger tattoo. Yeah. See? <laughs> okay. So when you start these dance videos, that has to be your first like launch. That has to be your first dance. Oh, you know, also, too, did I tell you about, um, oh, did I tell you about Stevie Nicks song, the Stevie Nicks song in my tattoo? No. Well, you know, I love Stevie Nicks. She's my favorite. That's who, you know, I, I, I would love to meet or whatever. So the, the song, it was like, always singing. It was like, just like the one wing dove sings the song, sounds like she's singing. Ooh, ooh, baby, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, one of my first tattoos, I went to the tattoo shop and I said, um, you know, because I want to be tough, you know, like I want to be this tough lesbian and I want to have like a little mystic, like a stuff. So I said, give me a skull with a one wing dove on it, you know, so it'd be like Stevie Nicks and a little, so, so I get the tattoo and I go to my friend who's having a drink at the bar down the street. And I said, look at my Stevie Nicks tattoo. I got a one wing dove. And she said, you moron, it's a white wing dove, not a one wing dove. And I was like, oh my God. So that's my Stevie <laughs> story. Anyway, so I, I could have, I guess, got the, the wing reattached, but I just said, fuck it. Now I've got a stupid story to tell. And by the way, again, another reason why we love you, because that is like the stuff, like I opened saying, this is why I love you from X, Y, and Z for the possum hunt. Like this, this is what keeps us coming back for more Chef Bloom. Like you're amazing. I can't thank you enough. I mean, taking the time to put Cannon in the closet for a little bit so we can talk. <laughs> oh God, I completely forgot. Yeah. You gotta probably go get him out. Um, you yeah. know, get him some water, maybe some Cheerios, and then he'll mm -hmm. be good for the rest of the day though. You're amazing. Yep. Where can everyone who loves you just as much as I do, where can they find you on social? Okay, well, right now, um, everything is Chef Tracy Bloom. You can find me on Instagram, uh, you know, Twitter, all that stuff, and also, I am reluctantly have started a Instagram or wait, wait, no, no, a YouTube. And that's called Chef Tracy Bloom too. Um, I have probably 25 videos up and I've slowed down a little bit because, you know, I just got lazy, but I'll be back up and, um, you know, you will hear, I've got a lot of things up my sleeve. So you'll be hearing some stuff soon. I hope it involves some dancing. It's going to involve a lot of fucking dancing. Chef. You're all awesome. right. Amazing. Hit that treadmill, baby. Give Cannon a big, right. give him a big hug and kiss for me. And you're a rock star and you're doing amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, have an amazing day. You too. I will, because I got to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening to side piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at side piece show. That's at S I D E P I E C E. S-H-O-W, at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.